Hey guys, it's Justin Hill here. Strap on your high heels and put on your pads because we're going drag racing. Ah, crap. She's bottomed out, guys. Play the music. Welcome to Stan Original RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under the Podcast. My name is Justin Hill. I'm your host, and we are back with another recap of Season 2 of Drag Race Down Under. This week, I'm chatting with our most recently eliminated queen, Pomara Fifth. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about her feud that she's had with the Super Duper Mini Cooper and the fact that Pomara has never really watched Drag Race. Did that work in her favour or did it work against her? And joining me on the podcast today is a fellow food enthusiast. It is Pomera Fifth. Hello. Hi. Now, just to be clear, is it Pomera, Pomara? Like, what do you prefer? What's correct? Well, I mean, like, let's take it back. Let's take it back to kindergarten. Let's sound out our syllables. (laughs) Pomara. 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 Because the funny thing was at the premiere, you like you were asked where the name came from because it's not like a pun. It's not like a, but, and I loved the story you told and it started with you wanting to be a pole dancer, right? Yeah. I was either going to become a stripper or a drag queen. It was either one of those. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> to be safe, you know. And so it was a bit of the old, um, what is it? The first street that you lived on and the first pet you had? Yeah, but I just scrapped the pet because it just didn't <laughs> so it was the first screen I lived on. Eh, it's history. I mean, it, and it's you know what? Name. It's probably a bad idea as well because now you know, telling people that, I'm like, oh god, what if people like try and track down my old address and shit? I like, know. People are just gonna have these random people standing in the street. Like, does Pamara live here still? <laughs> like. Doing your E True Hollywood story. And they're like, here is where she lived when she was a child. <laughs> Legit. But like, how I come? Hey, um, we are going to jump into this episode and do a little recap of uh, the latest episode of the Stan original RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Now, we jump straight into the episode and we see Aubrey's message um, on the screen and we get a little bit of, um, you know, this kind of determination from Hannah. But I feel like... Do you all work walk back into the workroom just thinking, right, this week's going to be my week. I am like, I know what I'm doing now. Is that the feeling or is it more like a, phew, I'm glad I'm, I'm still here? Well, I mean, like I just got used to being safe. Uh, so uh, I was just like, well, <laughs> I'm just plotting along, doing the thing. Um, I, you know, I, I can't speak for everyone else. I mean, like there was definitely a fire there, but also at the same time I was... I don't know. I was feeling a bit uh, out of sorts and a Mm. bit of like, um, I think especially that week I was feeling a little bit homesick Mm. um, and just sort of, because I had never, I'd never really seen Drag Race, right? Yeah. Never really watched it. Um, I've probably seen like two seasons of Drag Race, I think. Okay. And. um, Do you think that that helped you or do you think that that was maybe. I think it was a bit of both. I think, you know, I didn't go in going, oh, I know what this could be like, Mm -hmm. or I know like, you know, what, you know, sort of, there wasn't that sort of expectation in my head. Everything was sort of new. Um, But also it did because then I sort of was feeling a little bit out of the loop and I was feeling like I wasn't really getting what was going on. Yeah. Um, 
So but you could it could also work in your favor because then I guess your history of your performance with drag more comes from what you're doing as a drag performer, as opposed to, you know, um, Michelle talks a lot about these girls that have come from drag race and that's what they base their career on. Whereas I guess like what you've based it on is, is Australian drag and international drag in its purest form. Yeah. I, um, you know, when I started drag, I sort of, I learned from my sisters and I learned mm. from the people before me and the, you know, uh, that's how I learned how to do drag. I had um, a, a wonderful experience with one of your sisters, Marilyn Mutrub on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> she is my, so Marilyn is my best friend. We're best yeah. friends. Um, and yeah, she's, She's amazing. She's really awesome. Her and I got to host um, the screening of the show at Stonewall Hotel and she's an absolute scream and could not speak highly enough of you. Like she was just, she is your number one fan. And I like, I, what does it mean to you to have your sisters like that around you um, just giving you that kind of love and support? It's, you know, it's incredible. I'm so fortunate. Um, you know, there has been nothing but love ever since I started drag, you know, and I am very fortunate enough to sort of build up those relationships and those family, you know, they are like my second family. Um, and I think coming from, and I, you know, I speaking for also people out there as well, some people come from fractured families or, you know, families that don't accept them. So I think, you know, it really does, uh it's that message of you can make your own family and you can create your own family and I think yeah. that's really special um because you know we're all each other's supporter and we're all each other's number one fan I mean you know we're also trying to you know get work and there are limited places so we're totally we're also trying to like it's not competing uh it's almost it's not competing I think it's more so just like uh you know we all need work and we're all thirsty for it. And there's not enough places <laughs> out there for work, yeah. you know? Um, so, but it, it's great. You know, it's, it's really awesome. And growing up with Marilyn, Marilyn was one of the first people that really introduced me to, you know, in talking on the microphone because yeah. I hadn't really had any experience. And I think I was only had to, I had only been doing drag for maybe I'm going to say a year and a half. And, uh, I'd spoken on the microphone before because I'd done like plays and mm-hmm. musicals and stuff like that. But it was, this was a very different. It's this is so a very different, different, isn't it? It's yeah. like, if you've got people heckling you or like, yeah. you know, you, you've got stuff to remember and you've also got to be funny and you're also essentially a man in a dress. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, and especially, you know, you've got that fear of going, Oh my God, I'm new to this. Mm. You know, all these people know who I am. What if I f- up? They're going to know. Mm. Um, they're going to be able to tell. But no, Marilyn just one day said, well, you know, you've got to learn somehow. So she handed me the microphone. She goes, you've got to finish the show. Come on, girl. And I was just like, you f- uh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. Uh, <laughs> but, no, you I, know, it, 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 uh, I learned. Yeah. And look, here you are. Now you're a Rue girl. Yeah, no. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, and also too, it must have been very important for you coming off the back of the show, you know, because you and Minnie did have a bit of a run in and I feel like that was probably brewing for a while from what we saw the brief the brief part of it on the show. Um, were you able to resolve that with each other and, and is everything okay now or do you sort of feel like it's just it's in the past and it's done? 
I mean, I mean, girl, it was already in the past. It was, yeah. it was seven years in the past before it was brought up. Like, you, the the event she's talking about, you know, uh, I think when she mentored me, which um, I think was a very bold word for her to use, mentor. Um, that happened. That was in two thousand and fifteen. You know. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're talking like. We're talking years ago. So did and it like, shock you when she brought when when all that sort yeah. of like came up, or were you like, whoa, or were you kind of expecting it? I, oh God, I don't want to seem like I don't want it to seem like I'm coming for Minnie because I'm really not. No, 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 no. but I also have worked with Minnie quite a lot, and you know, prior to coming on the show, you know, we'd just done a bingo together. I drove her home, like, you know, there wasn't any of this. I so I sort of I was a bit like, wait, where is this coming from? Why? Yeah. But how do I how do I work this? I think what you're saying is like she's she's kind of put a pin in that moment where and and it's kind of maybe stuck with her. Whereas you had moved on and you were like, you know, girl, I'm driving you home after doing a gig together. Like we're all good. So, but I think unfortunately it is a TV show. So you know, it's kind of like while you were maybe not expecting it to come up, it probably wasn't a surprise. Um. No, it definitely wasn't. I mean, like, I've known Minnie for nine years. Like, mm-hmm. I've known her for a long time, and I know what she's capable of. And I know how she thinks. And uh, it's very calculated. It's very, like, she knows what she's doing. Um, oh. And so I, it wasn't really a shock to me when this was coming. Like, because there was a lot of bits that you don't see as well. Um, totally. So, we only yeah. saw the tiniest little bit of it. Yeah, and there's a lot of bits where she just kept sort of, like, coming at me from day one, and it was just, like, little side comments all the time, all the time, all the time. And so it was just building up, building up, building up. Right. And I was just, I, so when that sort of came, I was like, oh, I'm not really surprised. I could sort of sense that yep. this was coming, like, you've had something against me. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just think Minnie is that type of person where she doesn't, her personality and my personality do not mesh well because... Yep. My person, I like to call people out on their shit mm-hmm. and when he doesn't like to be called out. like ever. Yeah, and you know what? That is life and that's what happens. And like you were saying before, it's uh, while you're not competing against each other, it is a very competitive job to have because there's yeah. limited space and, you know, air. And so um, you can move on from that. And I think that, you know, there's there's always two sides to every story and the best part about it is that, you know, you can kind of come out the other side and just be like, it's, it happened, it's done, we all move on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it was, like, that's what I mean, I think going, when this sort of all happened, I was like, oh, my God, girl, like, is this your only thing that you've got on me? Was something <laughs> like, seven years ago? Let's move Wait, on. Wait, there's worse stuff? Is that what you're saying? There's way worse stuff. <laughs> you know, there's way worse stuff. You know, not that she's done to me, but that she's done to my friends. And oh, like and so I'm just like, well, if you want to start playing that game, like I'll, I'll shed some light right here, right now. But I'm also just not here for it. Like I'm not here for the the fights and the drama. Like why? Like when all nine of us get along like a house on fire, why do you have to be the only one to sort of do this? It was just, it was just unfortunate, and it was just yeah. unfortunate, but. I'm way past it. She's mm-hmm. not. Uh, she <laughs> hasn't even said hello to me ever since. But uh, or, or look me in the eye. She won't look me in the eye. But um, uh, it is what it is. Like I, I said my piece. You yeah. know, it is what it is. 
Look, the other thing we probably should talk about is this mini challenge and the full buffet of pit crew that you had on the show. I mean, you girls look like you you all started like dribbling from the mouth. But like the funniest part was, I don't know if any drag queen in the history of Drag Race has ever kept RuPaul waiting as long as you did. <laughs> yeah. It was so great. I mean, RuPaul even like wrapped up the show and was like, well, that's it. Yeah. I mean, were you, was it really that long or were you just yeah. like, oh God, I can't, I can't figure it out. Oh, I mean like, yeah, I, 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 oh God, I can't. I'm trying to remember. Um, you were like t- talking to the pit crew and like trying to figure out what was in their pants because number eight had a hairdryer and I actually have no idea how he fit his bits and his hair dryer down his pants, but that's probably a story for another day. But you. Uh, <laughs> um, I think because I was like, I think I was on two points. Yeah. And I was like, if I get this, I've won. Oh, right. <gasps> okay. So you were being very calculating and like on your angel powers. I was, I was like, <laughs> and rubbing your nipples. <laughs> I was, I was trying to like, yeah, I, I was just really trying to concentrate, but like, it's really hard because Rue is still there talking at you. And then the Queens are there. Being yeah. like, you could just and feel hot dudes. Like looking at you. Yeah. And I'm just like, and it really wasn't that long. I don't think, I think really, I only kept Rue waiting for like, Maybe a minute. Oh god! It really, it really <laughs> television, wasn't. television, edit. I know, I know. <laughs> they make it out to be so long. It really wasn't. Um, but yeah, I just was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and then yeah. Well, we, we go into the maxi challenge, which is a down under drag brunch. Um, and this hilarious term comes up of like um, sabo, which I have never, yeah. ever heard before. Like sabotage. Hilarious. Yeah. Like, you know, with Spanky saying that Molly was sabotaging her. And um, the topic of racism comes up and Hannah talks about like her, her own white privilege. And you being an Indigenous queen, I feel like this is like a very important conversation, you know, that uh, she needed to have admitting to, you know, kind of like, um, her faults in her past and what she's done. Were you glad that that conversation happened on the show? I wasn't really glad that it happened on the show, but I think it needed to happen. Needed on the to show happen, yeah. Because you know, people out there are sticky beaks and like to dive into our past and mm. hold anything against us. Um, and I think you know, Hannah really really took on that guilt and really took on that sort of like, you know, I've really, I did, I, you know, I f***ed up, you know, and yeah. she's, uh, she's done so much, so mm. much work to sort of, uh, you know, make up for that and yeah. sort of, uh, you know, work on better, uh, bettering herself. Yeah. But also at the same time, I'm kind of just like, girl, like I think in comparison to what we've seen in the past. And I think mm-hmm. in comparison to what we've really seen, uh, true racism. Yeah. Um, I think really like Hannah's really wasn't that of a grander scale. And I just, yeah. I think, you know, she did, you know, I guess if we're going to say appropriate, you know, outfits and stuff but Mm -hmm. we've even spoken about this with um we've spoken about this with you know other culture like other people from other cultures and um even you know asian cultures and everything like that because predominantly it was around her wearing the asian garment yeah for the show and you know as someone who was there you know and witnessed all of that um it was never 
It was never from a place of malice. It was never from a place of, like, making fun. It was never that. It was very much, like, if anything, it was very much, like, trying to embody the beautiful artistry that is their clothes. Really, I think it falls along the lines of cultural appreciation. Yeah. And I think people out there, you know, just really like to come in hard Mm. for anyone that's not sticking directly to their lane. But... Mm -hmm. If we didn't have cultural appreciation, a lot of our stuff would die off. Yeah. You know, how would it get shown in history? And right. Yeah. How, would it, how would it? Yeah, exactly. So I think we really need to remember that. And I think taking this cultural appropriation and racism uh, sort of movement, we need to we need to really really look out for the people that are in fact doing that and yeah. are in fact racist because i mean Mm. to label someone a racist is such a bold term Mm. you know a racist is someone who is you know against other cultures or predominantly white and against other cultures um you know i just think we just need to be careful on who we're labeling and who we're really pointing that that stick at because absolutely i think it's it's wonderful that she has become quite an advocate for that though and you know um and she's yeah and she's setting a great example for how you can appreciate other cultures um which is fantastic now um finally we're getting to the last part of the show so We've got our runway. You guys look absolutely incredible. Um, the the maxi challenge of the okay, but who um, looked the best? Oh well, obviously you. But Thank why you, you went yeah, is beyond it. me. I do not understand how the science of this works. <laughs> the drag brunch was a drag brunch that I would have loved to have been at. Um, and then unfortunately you are in the bottom two, but you do get to lip sync to an epic song, Starstruck Years and Years by Kylie. And this is what I loved about your lip sync was the skirts came off and the stunts came out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I, I, I remember, I remember sort of seeing Beverly and she's disrobed and, <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, okay, well, fine. Like, l- let's go, sis. Yeah. Like, so I took mine off. I mean, like, couldn't. Out of, I said, I remember saying it, like, if I was going to lip sync, why did it have to be in this f-ing outfit? Yeah. Because that hair was <laughs> so <laughs> incredibly heavy. Yeah. It was just a pain in the ass <laughs> to sort of move around. And if anyone's ever seen me perform, I like to, you know, throw myself around. Right. Um, so that was really hard. And um, I just remember doing it and just being like, oh, f- just go for it. Yeah. Like, uh, just just give it your all and that way you can say, you know, you did your best. And- you did and you really did do your best and you were there and you're just, I mean, you're such a polished queen yet you are so approachable and, you know, I've seen you, I saw you at the premiere and I saw you in the crowd and and you, you're you just so gracious with everyone and, and so like, you know, um, I feel like a lot of queens sometimes put themselves away from, you know, their fans and followers, but you seem to be someone who's very much like this is one big family and, you know, we're all here to have fun and this is, this is essentially why you do your job, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, I love seeing you on this show, and uh, but I do have to ask you, you missed out on Snatch Game. Who were you going to do? Um, so, I mean, like I did have, I, I, I went into this with one one character that I was like confident in. Yeah. And then that got vetoed. Oh damn. Yeah. Um, which I was so bummed about. Um, which was Marjorie Dawes. 
Oh, God, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, hello. But Take. fictional character. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, it wasn't that, I think, because, like, you know, Little Britain and, you know. Oh, like, yeah, of course. Moments, even though. Everyone like, loves fat fighters. Everyone loves fat fighters. <laughs> um, yeah, but no. Um, anyway, I went into it going, okay, well, shit, who am I going to do now? Because I had my backups, but I wasn't, like, confident with them. Mm. Um, so I did, well, I was gonna do Kim Woodburn. Oh, yes. I'm gonna have a love with a big, like, blonde, intricate hair. I want to see it one day, please. Maybe we'll get to see it on tour. Uh, Pomara, it has been so great to see you on this show. Absolutely adored you. Cannot wait to see you when we get to get back together at some point and have a beverageino. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Really? Thank you so much for talking to me today. No worries. Thank you. Have a good day. That's it for another week. Thank you for joining me for another recap of the Stan Original Series, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under Season 2. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on the Listener app or wherever you get your podcasts now. And you can catch a new episode of the Stan Original Series, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, every Saturday only on Stan. <laughs>